I was serving as the RAF exchange officer on a USMC squadron embarked aboard the USS Bonhomme Richard. My most memorable day of Iraqi freedom was in mid-April, as the ground troops were approaching Baghdad. On this particular morning, we launched late, with a tanker's call sign to try to take gas from, but we were way outside the time window. We checked in to try to find our tanker, and were told that it had gone home. Plan B was to try to bootleg some gas. We'd been briefed recently that a helicopter forward refuelling point had opened at An Numania, just outside Al Kut, where we'd been dropping bombs just over a week before. I thought I'd give it a try and see if they could give some gas to a couple of thirsty jets. My wingman recognised the voice of the guy who answered. He was a fellow USMC Harrier pilot who was on a ground tour at the time. He was only too happy to give us what we needed, as they had plenty of gas, and seeing us arrive would be a great demo to the ground troops that they were being supported. The USMC Harriers had had a bit of a bad experience in Gulf War I with heat-seeking missiles, and I was mindful that the locals might not be too friendly where we were about to land, so I made sure my wingy was happy with the idea and we did an idle descent from altitude, both only goosing the power on short finals to cushion our landings. Taxiing to the refuel point, we passed a number of burnt-out tanks and APCs, evidence of the work we'd been doing only a couple of weeks previously. The engine-running refuel went smoothly with lots of grunts grinning at us, and our next problem was how to take off again without exposing ourselves unnecessarily to IR missiles. The USMC didn't have a procedure that I was aware of, so I relied on an RAF technique that I'd read about. Instead of a normal climb-out, we stayed at less than 100 feet after we got airborne and accelerated as fast as the jet could on the deck with a full war load. Once we had a bag full of knots in hand and we were over a barren bit of desert, we selected a preemptive flare programme and pulled skywards, zooming as quickly as we could up to 10,000 feet and out of the threat zone. As soon as we got to the top of climb and checked in with our controller, we were tasked. An asset had detected armour in a clump of trees between Baghdad and Tikrit to the north, and we were to investigate. Sure enough, when we got to the allotted location and I got the lightning pod uncaged, I could see half a dozen APCs dug in in what appeared to be an orchard. We set up for a standard attack, flown in combat spread, and my wingy dropped his first GBU-12. Seconds before impact, though, a line of high trees obscured my line of sight to the target I was lazing, and the bomb missed. I was very frustrated with myself for rushing the attack and racked my brain for a profile that would work in this situation, but none sprung to mind. Time to improvise. I had a quick chat with my wingy to make sure he was happy with flying without mutual support for a few minutes. He was cool with the idea, so we lined up, running down the neat lines of trees in the orchard and I dropped into trail a couple of miles behind him as he ran in to drop his next GBU. 
I locked my radar to him so I could find him later after all my heads in time working the targeting pod. As soon as I heard the tone on the radio that signalled his weapon was in the air, I selected idle and climbed to slow down to just above the stall speed, area track, laser on. It worked like a charm, and his weapon impacted seconds before I overflew the target and the pod started to hit its gimbals. A quick in-place 90-degree turn, and we were back in a wide-spread formation and setting up for the next attack. After we dropped our ordnance, I marked the location of another couple of pieces of armour and gave a full report to the controller as we checked out. All in all, it was a good day out.